Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Hola a todos, bienvenidos al podcast de los pintores, en donde estaremos hablando de los desafíos que pasamos como una compañía hispana en la industria de la pintura. Hi everyone, this is Juan and Jose. Jose, uh, aquí estamos con los pintores podcast. Uh, muchísimas gracias por estar con... Whoa, baby, I like that, see? So, hoy tenemos a, a John Diaz from Diaz Painting. John uh, Diaz Painting. John Diaz Painting. Yeah. It's not Diaz Painting. Yeah. John, John Diaz, Diaz Painting. Painting. Okay. John Diaz Painting, yeah. There you There's go. another Diaz painting. We don't want him to get the business. We no, 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 no. For, forget <laughs> that. No, forget you, that. You got, it called, you got it called the right John Diaz. Guys, let me the tell John you guys, to, today we got a good one for you. We are going to talk about business, but more than anything, we're going to talk about personality. And I think the person we got in today, man, does he have personality? I mean, so hold on. Oh. This might be a bumpy ride, but um, it's going to be a fun one. I promise you. Yep, so, yep. Mr. John Diaz, uh, tell us about you. Who is John Diaz? Uh, give us a little bit about that, you. That's a good question. John Diaz is, uh, he's an avatar. Oh, <laughs> no. okay. Um, you know, uh, you know, specific question. I mean, uh, who am I? Man, oh, like, that's, okay. I'm a father. I'm a friend. I nice. am, uh, I I am uh I'm a son. Uh I'm an adventurist. I'm a cameraman. I'm an editor. I'm a producer. I'm a drummer. God damn, uh, you're everything. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lot of things. I'm a I'm a life enthusiast, is what I am. That's who John Diaz is. Love and that. uh yeah, and I think one of the things that's important to me is wherever I go, man, I just want to leave people with a good feeling. Uh, I think that's why you're asking me who I am. And that leads me into on uh, the 21st, which I believe is going to be uh, 18, Monday, 19, 20, uh, on next Tuesday, I'm going to be celebrating 21 years. Uh, wait a minute, 28, 29 years in business. Wow. 29 Your years. Your own I business. Yes, my own business. I've been licensed since 1994, and wow. uh, yeah, it's it's been incredible, guys. I, I it's been an amazing run, and I, I I would recommend it. I was thinking about a lot of things that I would talk to people about. And I think I had this conversation with Jose when we were talking. My, uh, um, you talked uh, to me as well, so yes, we have yeah, this conversation. Yeah, I was talking you. to Jose. I was talking to Juan. We were talking. I really enjoyed both conversations, and one of the things that I was talking about was that you're your experiences create who you're going to be. So if you're going to end up being working for somebody, that's great. We're not all cut out to be, you know, working for somebody else. And some people take charge of their own lives and they say, I'm going to go do my own thing. I think both are great, but I've chosen the path a little bit less traveled and that's to become my own person. And the reason was because it all started from this. I love music, as you could tell. Yeah, and I was yes. on a commercial painting job site and they said, you can't have headphones on the job site. I said, okay, all right. 
And then I went to another commercial job site, uh, downtown LA. They said, you can't have headphones on the job site. And I go, not even one earbud, man. And this was back in the 90s. This was in the 90s, early 90s. And uh, I kept running into this problem. I'm like, I'm just, I have one earbud. I, my crew is working. I'm basically checking everything. I can, I can do this. And just that little thing got me to think like, I don't like people telling me I can't listen to music on the job site. I don't like that. Don't okay. tell me I can't do that. And then, so I said, you know what? And then my mother-in-law, uh, my father-in-law and my wife told me at the time, told me, you should get your own license. You should be a contractor. And I had a son on the way who uh, is going to be 28 on the 24th. So it's a really special month because he's going to be 28 and my license being in business is 29 years old. I go, this guy's going to want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we can relate to that. <laughs> I, I got to go and I got to do something a little bit that's going to bring in more money. And, and man, I was so full of doubt, guys. I was so full of trepidation. Tenia miedo. I was scared. I didn't want to do it. I, I wanted to be a rock and roll star. I wanted to be, I wanted to do something else. I was practicing with the band three nights a week. We were playing places like the Troubadour, the Roxy, the Viper Room, the Whiskey A Go-Go. We were doing really cool stuff being featured on the radio. And I was holding on to that tight. And my kid was on the way. And I said, I go, man, to be a good father and a good human being, you know what the right thing to do is. So I let that go to the side. I would revisit it after I was divorced and even blow up even more <laughs> and make a couple more albums later. Nice. But I think that's, that is one of the things that changed the trajectory of my life is somebody telling me, no, you can't. I, go, <laughs> if, I can't. If I ask you, if I ask you one question, cause that's one question that, you know, we always get asked and, and we always ask the same question, right? And yeah. you basically uh, um, answer the question before we ask you, like, how do you, how do you start, you know, how do you start out in your business, right? And okay. what was so, the, what was the thing that, you know, made you go into it? And, you know, you, you mentioned, it was the music, headphones. So it was yeah, something well, that. Before, well, before that, what, okay. what happened was my best friend's uh, father, mother, they were um, in, they were the managers of an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend, Scott. And his, and his parents, and they ran, I think it was almost 100 units. And so Scott was always well-dressed. They always had this nice, remember, it was the 80s, man. And I was like 14 or 15 years old. And he had this nice, like, track suit, like you see the mafiosos wear, like in, the, yeah. you know, the Italian guys. Like, like, I want to wear something like that. really nice suit. And, and I said, man, you're always well-dressed, always got the nice Nikes on or what the LA gear, whatever was happening in the 80s. And uh, I, I asked them, for a job but they didn't have a job at the time and then one day this is what happened based on a true story my my friend scott had an older brother named richard they had been partying the night before we're 15 years old <laughs> i wasn't there he was supposed to paint an apartment he was a painter he would do all the painting my friend scott and his brother mm -hmm. they ended up drinking too many budweiser's the night before <laughs> scott had a hangover at 15 his dad who was like grizzly adams man big dude big sausage <laughs> fingers big man came rolling up I, I went to go visit scott i lived off the property up the street and uh i went to visit scott and he was like man i'm not feeling good he goes i'm gonna be in the back in an empty apartment he goes i'm gonna be in the back room he had two drop cloths one he used as a brand new drop cloth he used as a cover he's laying on the floor he used as a cover the other one's a pillow the other brand new drop cloth he uses as a pillow 
And he goes, hey, man, tell me if my dad comes. He goes, hey, you want to? And I was interested in painting. I go, hey, can you show me? He goes, yeah. He goes, here, uh, cut in the walls on the, I go, what's cutting in? He goes, that's when you use the brush to, and remember, he's got a hangover and he's like, dude, I just want to lay down. So he showed me how to cut around the cabinets and cut the walls. So I was like, just messing around. I was messing around, not getting paid. It's summertime. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever. And his dad showed, his dad showed up. His dad drove an ATC and you could hear it. <laughs> it was a big property. So he would use the ATC, uh, a three-wheeler to drive around the property he had like a, a milk carton on the, the back of the, the thing for all his tools. And he pulls up and I was like, oh crap. And he, he goes, hey, we're Scott. And, but in a voice, we're Scott. And I, uh, I, I don't, I, I, think he, I think he's back there. And then, then he walks back there and he goes, God damn it, Scott, you're fired. Your mother already paid you for this apartment. So, he walks out huffing and puffing, saw me with a brush. He goes, do you want a job? I go, yeah, I would love a job. He goes, okay, finish this apartment up. Have Scott, Scott, show him how to paint. And then he left. He goes, don't you come back home until you show him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was oh, my entry. Wow. That was my that entry into it. And the next thing I did was uh, they had me help a little bit on the exterior. They were, it was the first time I saw an airless pump being used two stories. These guys were getting after it. I didn't even realize how hard they were working or what they were doing. I was just like watching in awe. And uh, then it just slowly progressed from there. And then on that same property, uh, my parents divorced, separated, and I we ended up moving to that property because we were such good friends with them. Then I ended up full-time over there being a painter. I would mow, I would change out toilets, sink fixtures. I was like a junior maintenance man. Yeah. Maintenance, yeah. Yeah. And so that's how I got the start. And then I met a beautiful woman there, a beautiful girl, I guess. We were we were just kids. And she went, I ended up marrying her and having kids. And uh, when I was about to have my first child, I was, I ended up working for my first company and then another company. And uh I didn't know what I was really doing. I just took whatever, man. And I yeah. would just accept whatever. And then as I went on and learned, I, I learned more and I learned more. And then finally, right before I left, I, one of the jobs that I did was for Howard Stern's agent on Wilshire and Beverly, a big high rise on the corner there and right close to the La Brea Tar Pits. And I remember starting that project thinking to myself, you need to go. It's time. If you can do this, if you can run this whole floor and you ran this all the, the cruise, you can do this. You can do this on your own. And it they had gotten in my head already. And I had also done a, a job. The, it used to be the tallest building. And I used to call it the Die Hard building, the one that blows up in Die Hard. It's the, yeah. now the U.S. Bank building. And it's a round uh, oh, building. Okay. The one that has a slide? Yes. All right. Thank you. you, dude. That's the one. Guillermo from uh, Jimmy Fallon went on the slide. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I watched that. That dude was he was crying. He's like, I dude, it's again. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and then the property management wrote to our our company at the time. It was a commercial company in Anaheim, and they thanked our company. I ran that project, and they thanked our company, saying. We want to thank you. We've never had a painting contractor that we've never 
not had a bad experience. We've always had some sort of issue. There's always something that happens with the painter. We want to thank you because this is the first time we never had any issues and it was incredible and we thank you. Well, here's my secret. I would come with donuts every other day for like uh... if, if, if the guys that were putting in the, the data uh, lines were there or if they were putting in the partitions or they were putting in the T-bar ceilings, if they were the electricians, I'll bring donuts because I wanted to let these guys know I'm not trying to screw up your schedule. I want to help you, but can you help me with my schedule and we'll work together? Wow, we'll work I together. Love that. I like that. And so I, I went and I gave, I didn't bring coffee because that's messy. I just say, I get your own coffee, but here's donuts for everybody. Hey, what are you going to be doing today, Bruce? Hey, Steve, are you going to be pulling line today in this area? Uh, yeah, but not until 11. So you guys have it. Till, so it, that's how I worked with everybody. And I just, mm-hmm. I took that and I realized I go, you know what? You're, and, and I would come home and I would tell my wife at the time. Uh, and she would say, you're meant to do this, man. You're on a bigger scale and, and, and you speak English, like all your crews. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, and I don't just mean Hispanics. I mean, we had guys from Croatia. There was a Russian guy that worked on the crew. So there was some language barriers and I would just go in there and go, Hey, we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And my bosses loved me for that. But, um, they didn't love me enough to give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I said, That's usually what happens, I, right? We closed escrow on our first house and I, uh, then I said, you know what? It's time. It's, I told my wife, as soon as we close escrow and the house is ours, yummy boy, I'm out of here. I'm going to leave. And she said, okay, are you, you feeling good about it? And I go, yeah, but I, I might need some help. She goes, I'll help you. What do you, whatever you need proposals, blah, 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 I'll help you. And that was the beginnings of it, man. That was, that was, that was what happened. You know, it's, it's, it's incredible to hear, you know, 29 years because, uh, it just, uh, God, that's, that's, that's a, that's a lifetime lifetime yeah. you know i mean when we look at it our kids will be like whoa i wasn't even born you know and uh <laughs> but it's it, it's crazy you know and i'm like no man you look damn good but what i'm saying well, is like right but what i'm saying well, i, tr- uh, it, I it try to keep a good to thank you juan i try to keep a good attitude and i say try because man i was just thinking about this i'm going to be starting a new series on my youtube channel i'm going to be starting a new series and it's going to be called what I learned this week. And I'm going to be putting it out on Friday. I think I'm going to do the first one today. And what I learned during the week, I want to take it into. So what I learned is that if, if you're kind to people, they're not always going to return it, but you shouldn't change. You shouldn't change just because people are not receptive to what you're doing. You should always bring your a game as far as attitude, skills, humor, and the rest usually works itself out. That's how I landed. Um, I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging at all. No, I just, brag, <laughs> man. That's what we're here for. That's how I landed the Lowe's ambassadorship. That's how I landed Dunn Edwards' uh, ambassadorship. That Not so much ambassador, but we collaborated on a, on a thing. And then Ulfa recently, I'm giving you guys all a shout out, Ulfa. Um, I'm so happy to work with these brands that I use every day. They're in my toolbox. They're in my truck. That's right. Yes. And, and they said, Hey, we like what you're doing. And I remember I was finishing up a senior center and I got the most amazing message. Hey, we went through your Dun Edwards. Hey, John, it's so-and-so from Dun Edwards. We saw your, um, page. We've scrolled through it and we really like what we see. And we think it would be really fun to collaborate with you. And I was like, like me, there was one of the, nur- there was one of the nurses that I was like, Hey, check it out. 
That's amazing, man. Yeah. And I get, I still get excited. I land projects and, and I have a general contractor, one of my best friends who lives in Hawaii. And I visit him at least maybe once or twice a year. And he told me, we were talking one day and I was telling him how excited I was about getting this project. And he goes, I go, I go, do you think it's weird? I still get excited about getting projects. He goes, yeah, man, you've been doing this for so long. Why do you get so excited? And I, I always get excited because somebody is trusting me with their project. And I still like that I have that like childish uh, excitement or enthusiasm for it. And I think that's what's kept me in business. Is be- and the current client I have an exterior, she told me something funny, dude. She goes, you see, you're one of the cheeriest people I've ever met. And she's 82. So she mm-hmm. knows a thing or two. And she goes, but you can, and, uh, here's what she said. She goes, but you can't be like that all the time. I go, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not like that all the time. Most of the time, yes. She goes, well, what makes you angry? I said, besides people who don't use their turn signals? <laughs> she goes, yeah. Besides people who don't use their turn signal. I go, people who don't reciprocate my kindness. That's what pisses me off. That's what pisses me off in life. But but again, going back full circle, that you can't allow that to change your trajectory in life. You have to you have to basically say, okay, well, I did my best. I stepped up to the plate. I, I might have fouled. I might have struck out, but I went up there and I tried. And yeah, that's the most important thing. You know, trying. people never actually try. And that is where, that's where the failure is, you know? Yeah. And it is amazing that you say that because uh, same as you, you know, I, I've had those comments and I've had times where I felt like, why do I do this? Like, why am I nice? Why am I? But then you realize and you come back and you're like, man, uh, this is just me. Not because somebody wants to be a douche. I'm going to change uh, it. I'm going to be like that. It, that's not good. It's not my persona. So exactly. I cannot allow that to happen. So I am going to do. And if I cannot influence that person, it's completely fine because I don't need to, you know? And so I... <laughs> Okay, now I understand why, you know, but at the same time, it is tough. It is tough to carry that all the time, especially in business, yeah. especially with the family. I mean, especially in driving in LA, right? <laughs> People Area, signal no signals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's a, that's another thing, man, is, is once I started my business, I was driving from Rancho Cucamonga to Anaheim, and then I drive from Anaheim deeper into Costa Mesa or wow. into that area, or they would send me from, I'd go to the shop in Anaheim and then they'd send me to downtown Los Angeles. I was, a lot of times I was like, why did I, why did you make me come to the shop? I could have just went straight. Well, I just had to tell you. This. <laughs> we lost audio. Treat people. Okay. Yeah, we can the hear you. you. Treat people. It says a lot about you and the and the way that you actually even see yourself because people will pick up on it. If you treat people badly, it's not a reflection of the person that's being treated badly. It's a reflection of you and what you might be going. So I don't even judge people anymore. Yeah. I just go, hey man, maybe they are going through something. You don't know if their wife or husband uh, yelled at them, cheated on them. They're going through a divorce. You don't know what these people are going through. They might be having health issues. Uh, and so I try not to judge people because I go, you just don't, you just don't yeah. know. 
That makes yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Let me. Uh. Yeah. Let, we got a. We, we we got an agenda here to keep up, man. I'm telling yeah. you, it's gonna be. Ask questions. Be Ask questions. I like that. Well, I'm I mean, here. More I'm than here. anything, more than anything, as we talked about, this is this is uh Los Pintoys, you know. So we wanna we wanna you know bring out to more of our Hispanic community. Of course, we're Spanish everybody's speaking. welcome here, but uh, in Espanol, no queremos saber. Más o menos un poquito más de dónde eres tú, de dónde es tu familia, dónde naciste, en inglés o en español, como tú gustes yeah. decirlo. Hazme una pregunta. A ver, ¿de dónde, de dónde, so, tú de dónde eres? ¿De dónde es tu familia y de dónde eres tú? Uh, yo nací en West Covina, California, y, mm -hmm. y nací allí y estamos ahí por como seis meses y luego movemos a Ontario, California. Y, y desde allí, cuando desde, desde niño, como 10 años, sabía que quería moverme up the mountain. Quería mm. subir la montaña. Porque ahí estaban las bonitas. <risa> <risa> ahí, estaban los, ahí, ahí estaban los carros nuevos. Pero eso era antes de que conocí a mi esposa, que ella se veía como salió de Baywatch. Y no te estoy haciendo oh, mentira. Yeah, se veía yeah, como no, si se, creo. Y es, y desde niño, desde, desde como, I met her when we were like 15, 16 years old, when my parents split up and then they moved in and everybody on the block was like, who's that? Can is, can is yeah. <laughs> but, that reminds but, me, that, that reminds me of the, the, the Friday movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so, dude. <laughs> y, y mi mamá es de, um, de México, de Durango. Okay. Mi papá, ¿quién, mi papá, quién sabe eso, a lo mejor es un parte de porque yo soy como soy, porque no conocí mi, mi, mi padre, pero conocí, tenía un, un stepfather, que no él era bien. militario, uh -huh. pero él estaba como 14 años más mayor de mi mamá, o so él oh, estaba okay. más mayor y tenía, uh, él estaba en World War II. Si, wow. si lo puedes creer y él yeah. estaba era un ingeniero y él uh, hizo las líneas para la comunicación en, en World War II y él era ingeniero uh, y nos llevaba a su trabajo en el sábado mm. y también cuando él era joven él hacía trabajo de, de masonry, ladros, cemento haciendo bardas ok, y, uh, so construction yeah, that's what he would do so and uh, it, and so I'm going to translate for everybody real quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, there's going to be people that are like, dude, what happened? Unless there's subtitles. Yeah, que I, dijo, I, que uh, dijo John Diaz. Yeah, so let me translate. What, what um, I was born in West Covina. My mom's from Durango. Uh, and my father, I don't know where he's from because I've never met my biological father. Biological. I was raised by a stepfather, military. He was in the army. He was a communication specialist. He would be the guy in World War II running the lines. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was doing that stuff. And then he was also an engineer when he got out of the army. He worked in different places, running places, and their machines and factories. And he was like one of the head honchos. We'd go to work with them on Saturdays. And I get my work ethic from him. At first, oh, man. God, oh. <laughs> I would be so, he'd be like, cooperation, uh, teamwork, blah, blah. He would drill all these things. And I was just like a young kid. And the older I got, the more I was like the black sheep because I would just reject. Mm -hmm. I don't want to 
I want to go be a rock and roll. I want to go be a crazy Motley Crue Iron Maiden. <laughs> Judas Priest. I want, to, <laughs> I want to go do this on a stage. I don't want to listen to this. But eventually, when I had my own family, um, I took every word he said and and honed every skill that I had to be what his blueprint was, and it worked. And he, I remember, he was having problems with his heart, and we visited him one time at at the hospital, and it was before he passed away, and. He said, I want to let you know I'm really proud of you and the little family that you created. And that meant the Amazing, world, man. Because no, that, that, yeah. that means a lot. You know? Yeah. So it, it's hard work, man, is a lot of people, they 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 don't, there's people that go and they think they work hard. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm saying, man, like what you guys do, you guys are artists. You guys, I've been thinking about this before I got on here, man. I thought, I need to tell you guys this. I look yeah. at you as an elevated, you're not just painting contractors. You guys are artisans. You guys do something a little different. I was talking to Oliver yesterday, your producer extraordinaire. The man, <laughs> <Oliver>. the man. <laughs> Hola, Oliver. Como esta? <laughs> uh, and, and ojalá bien. And I, I was thinking how your organization is elevated painting to a different thing. I know there's a lot of other guys, but as Hispanics, I think, and just people of color, a lot of times we're seen as the employee. We're not the employer. We're seen as the janitor. We're seen as the guy who cuts the lawn. We're seen as a lot of different things, but there are heritage and things that we invented and uh, sundials and, and little, little all the things that Mayans did and Aztecs and mm -hmm. aside from the human sacrifice, we'll put that away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that we don't want to talk about that today. Not today, we'll leave it for that. the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys really are an inspiration. And I was talking to my son earlier. He's on his way in from Las Vegas to California to race motorcycles oh, nice. in a race tomorrow. And he called me up and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm getting ready for my podcast. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> what about guys? He's used to me saying, and he goes, I thought you were going to say, I go, what, what's, what, what, why, why'd you make me stop talking? He goes, I thought you were going to say, I'm walking a project or I'm walking with a client or I'm walking through the paint store. Yes, sir. But he goes, wow, dad, you're saying I'm getting ready for my podcast. He goes, that's awesome. And then my daughter right after called, texted me and said, hey, dad, I just want to let you know. I hope you have a great podcast and I hope it goes good. Let me know how it goes afterwards. And um, that is everything that I worked for in my life, just to have good children. And, you know, having great friends is one thing, but to have great children is uh, another thing entirely. And they're both successful. My son works um, for an HVAC uh, contractor. He's a union guy in Las Vegas. My daughter works for Monster Energy Drink in the legal department, not the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with the warehouse, but, but again, but yeah. again, because we're brown, people go, oh, you know, yeah. do the heavy shipping and receiving. I go, shut up, get out of here. <laughs> I had a friend that said that was a cajera, right? And I'm like, oh, you work at the, 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 the uh, cashier? No. no, I was like, I moved the boxes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really want to tell you guys, Number one, thank you for having me on. You guys forced me to get a haircut. Oh, Number two, good. thank you. I appreciate you guys because you guys really are elevating our trade to a, a whole other level where that level is that we're running projects. 
The guys who are were used to be being told what to do, now we're speaking with clients and we're slowly rising and rising, which is great. I think it's amazing. And the way that you're, you know, you guys met Oliver and he was telling me how with the liquid metal product and I was like, it sounded amazing. And then I just saw you guys had a door. You guys had this door that looked like, you know, when um, Han Solo gets dipped in Star Wars, he gets dipped in this oh, okay. like metal and it comes up. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I know what you're in talking Star about. Wars. And he gets like cryogenically frozen. You guys did like this door. I just saw it on your page uh, in one of your stories. And it mm -hmm. looked, it had this really incredible finish to it. And uh, and I just marvel because, dude, honestly, when I see some of your guys' stuff and I'm over here painting a wall or spraying a door, a garage door, I go, I just look at the different levels of painting and um, and I admire that. I don't, I, I, I don't, you. uh, you're welcome. I don't look at it like a competition i look at it like different like you know I, i'm probably like the the nordstrom's guy but you guys are over on rodeo drive that's how yeah. that's, i haven't that's even driven by rodeo drive i gotta go check it out now <laughs> well well rodeo drive is i used to when i worked for the the commercial company i was painting what uh city national banks we had an account with them and so we would have to use the spider yeah, you familiar with the spider? Yes. Uh -huh. And we have to get on the lift. That's what the window washers use. And mm -hmm. I'd have to get on. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I push the button. And you have to, with your partner, you know, you learn teamwork because you have to push the button. Ready? One, two, three. Boom. Because if not, your lift, your your stage is going to be janky. Movie. So, yeah. But yeah, Rodeo Drive. And, but I just look at, we all have different levels. There's guys that paint apartments. And that's great. That's cool what they do. There's guys that do this work industrial work, commercial work. And then you guys do like a customized high-end residential. And then you do some commercial work too, but um, it's just nice to see, man. I was telling my son about you guys and, and how, thank you, you know, thank you, man. Your work. Appreciate yeah. that. I mean, the, you know, well, that means a lot, it, you know, that means a lot to us. We don't, we don't really call it levels. We call it like niches, you know, like everybody's going to have a niche, you know, it could be residential, yeah. uh, industrial, commercial. Um, and it all has its challenge, you know, for us, yeah. um, you know, I, I like something that you brought up, like elevating the industry. The industry. And, you know, uh, we, we were exposed to the, uh, to the expo, to the PCA a few years back. And something that really changed in us. I mean, we've been, I mean, I've been painting for 25 years now. Whoa. So congrats. quite a bit. Actually, Thank you. Um, yeah. To almost yeah, yeah, 25 like years. This just about now it's 25 years 25 same with jose you know in and i ran a business since 2007 so for about 10 12 years you know we were just after the job we were just making sure we we're busy we didn't have a direction of what we wanted to we didn't know what the business was supposed to look like we didn't know our potential we were just busy working you know we were just busy working and then we stumbled up the pca go ahead that's how people get caught in the rut because yes. they never break from there. You get so busy running on the hamster wheel that you don't understand yes. your full potential. Exactly. You and that's why, and that's why that we wheel. created this. That is, this is the main reason why we created this. So last year we got the opportunity to, to travel and share our story. And, and we saw a lot of that need. I mean, we were there five years ago. We're still there. Yeah. Go ahead. Can I ask you guys how you guys got started and how you met? Cause I don't, 
in a in a real fair a good conversation mm -hmm. I, you know both parties tell a little bit about themselves i want to know about you guys and i'm sure everybody else watching this wants to know how you guys started each of you and how you met it was kind of similar to you uh you mentioned earlier how uh, you speak English, you know, at the time, you know, you know, so you were the bilingual uh, person in the crew. Uh, that's how we brought, you know, were brought in into the, uh, to the business. Our neighbor was a painter and he asked, you know, cause we were in high school. Yeah. Um, and he asked, you know, like, Hey, do you guys want to work as a painter? And we're like, uh, we don't know how to paint He's Like, Oh no, but you guys speak English. And, you know, and at that time there was the crew that speaks only English. And then the crew that speak only Spanish. So there was nothing in the middle. And that's when we, you that's know, when we came that's in. when we came in and we did a, a, a dumb decision, a stupid decision. Uh, we were in high school. We dropped out. Well, I was already off of school. I was having a kid. So I was 16 yeah. years old and I was going to have wow. a baby. So it's all in the John. <laughs> no, pero you know, so so we we always use these terms because we stumbled up in this into this business. You know, it's not like we, you know, we I was to. gonna be the guy who was gonna be making the proto uh, prototypes for the new cars that come out. I love cars, you know. And um, I was going to be that guy. And I'm really good at school. But then, you know, happens. Uh, I My girlfriend got pregnant. I was having a baby. I needed a job. You got her pregnant. Yeah, well, she got <laughs> pregnant. We're talking about <laughs> it. Was the immaculate, it was the immaculate conception. We'll just leave it right there. <laughs> but then, you know, uh, you know, it started. Uh, we worked for a couple companies. Uh, about in, in 2005, you know, I went and talked to my boss and I said, Hey, you know, um, I want to do something else. You know, I don't want to be, and this is, this was my line back then. I don't want to be 60 pushing a brush though. It, it just, yeah. to me, I didn't want to do that. And I came to my future. boss. Yeah. You know, and I've always been like that. He's always had the issue like, man, like you don't want to work. Fear. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't, it's not that I don't want to work. I just, there's gotta be a different way, you know, I'm getting that. I'm hitting that right now, fellas, and I'm yeah. so glad for the opportunities that I'm getting because I, I get paid to do some reels. Yes. I get paid to do a couple things, but That's but anyways, right. go go. I want to hear more about how how you guys met, though. How did you guys? How did you guys? It was you guys were in high school. So we're we're friends since high school. We met in high school, and and this is part of the story that we share all the time. Uh, we are from the same town in Oaxaca. And, okay. but we didn't know over there. The town's small, but we didn't know, you know, each, know other each other over there. We yeah. met up in, in high school. He became wow. like, you know, my best friend. Um, now he's my brother-in-law. I'm married. I'm married. No, we were <laughs> he takes my sister. So I'm like, okay. The plot thickens. The plot thickens. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it's interesting because we w went to school together. Uh, we knew each other. Uh, I was always the kid that always get into trouble. So these guys, the him and my other good friend, it, good it friend, was three. It was three of us. They always <laughs> used to take care of me. You know, I used to get into stupid things, and yeah. I, I know I always had them. You know, to have my back, and so, you know, move thing, things moved up. Um, he become he he was good friend. I didn't know he was dating <laughs> my sister. And then one day I find out it's like, hey, you know, well, I'm dating your sister. I'm like, fuck. Well, what can I do, right? And then uh, now they have 
three, three kids. kids yeah. uh, wow, congratulations, dude. Thank you. Yeah, so they're cool. all adults. Uh, you know, my son is 25. My daughter's 15. So mine, it's my oldest one is 22. Uh, my middle one is 21 and my uh, younger one is, uh, she's about to be 18. So Yeah. Wow, so, you, you know, were we... you were busy too. Travieso también. Travieso, man. Yeah. <laughs> when the TV wasn't working, what happened? We didn't <laughs> have money. We couldn't, we didn't, we didn't afford it. We didn't have social media always, and phones. <laughs> that's what I always tell my mom. I go, mom, why do you have so many kids? I go, well, the TV wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have one. We didn't have one. We're broke, bro. <laughs> no, but, oh, but you know what, though? Coming coming back to this, it's, it's going to take us to uh, maybe a little longer. I want to just recap something very very quick okay after after doing after moving on from my boss you know he really thought that i all i needed was more money and it wasn't the money you know i i felt that i i needed something more and i took a chance you know and i i spoke to him at the same time he didn't want to take that chance and i took it for the last you know for the next 10 to 12 years i ran a business i you know i, I think i did i i created a decent um pretty good uh mm -hmm. reputation for for the business 2019 um they take me down to san luis obispo and then i met josh abram abramson abramson from uh a, a uh albright painting albright painting down in santa clarita, santa clarita uh -huh. and so he kind of went and gave one of those speeches with sharon williams and he talked about how just the pca helped him like grow his business how i understanding and being exposed so I came back and I we were just thinking about partnering together. He had gotten his license and um, you know we ended up we always talk about this. We ended up putting our trip to Galveston, Texas, in a, in a business in a credit card because we didn't have money to go. So we're, he's like, "Well, I don't have no money." I'm like, "Well, the company pays." Because like the the company doesn't have any money. Well, I'm I, like, "Well, we have a credit card." <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute, we don't the we don't have money. The and company share, doesn't have money. And I shared the idea that, you know, when, you know, now, now we hear more and now we know, right. When they say invest in your, yourself, invest in yeah. your business, that was, that was investing in our business. But that was something I didn't, I didn't, uh, how do you say, I couldn't afford or I didn't want to uh, do it. Right. I had a thousand excuses, like, you know, well, work, uh, no money, uh, you know, a thousand excuses. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's something that we share with, with the rest. Cause but, like, a lot of people is going to relate to that. The good can thing I tell is you what the crazy they, one. Uh -huh. Can I tell you where the excuses come from, though? My opinion. Uh -huh. Fear, fear, fear of the yeah, unknown. Oh yes, fear, we fear. We and see, and, and the good thing is that we share is that like yeah. so. He's got those. I will jump and ask questions later. So I'm that guy. <laughs> so for me, that's kind of what we have. So it's good because look, I'll jump into the puddle. And then, uh, and then, and then he's like, "Hold on, now, now we gotta make it." So it, that's where we share, yeah. you know, because I'll go for it, and he, and he, and because I know I have him behind me, yeah. because I know he's gonna be like, "All right, we'll make it happen," you know. But he won't jump in the puddle. But once somebody's in the puddle, he'll take care of it. Yeah. So I guess that does that that does the, the dynamic, the dynamic that we were able to create, and until this day, we have our, you know, we have our issues, we have our disagreements, but we understand that we both have something unique and we both understand that when i make a call it might not be the, the greatest but, but if i feel great he'll back it up if he makes the call and even if i don't feel so great if he feels certain about it i'm like let's do it if we if he doesn't make it doesn't make it 
we're not going to judge each other. We're going to be like, fine. Yeah. We, close we it tried up, it. Close it. It didn't let's work. The next no, let's move to the next one. Yeah. And that, that really, that's a good, it's a good partnership. That's a good partnership. Yeah. Sorry, you know, and so, yeah. And so that's really what helped us um, create this, you know, but it, it wasn't just, but it wasn't just that, I guess something that we want to make clear for, for a lot of people who are either in business and not just that are starting up, like who've been in business for a long time, but they haven't gotten a chance to move to the next level. I don't know if they don't want to, or they don't have the, the means to do it is you just got to do it. There's especially nowadays with social media, with all the technology, there's so much out there. I mean, you can mm -hmm. listen to podcasts, you can, you can go to Facebook groups. YouTube. I mean, you can listen to John Diaz here, which yeah. trust me, you're not going to get bored <laughs> at all, you know? And so, but it's finding all these alternatives other than just our old way of saying like, oh no, I just got to go to work. I mean, you want to go through life, living life with you not being satisfied with what you're doing. That's yeah. the biggest thing, you know? So yeah. that leads me to something. What do you think is the most important lesson you've learned in painting till today? I would say in painting and in life is that you're going to have doubts, but you must break through the doubts. You must study and analyze why you have the doubts, why you have preconceived notions about whatever you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And you have to get data about what that is, you have, whether it's asking somebody else if it's a good idea, watching somebody else do the same thing that you want to do. You got to study yourself. You have to understand who you are and why you believe the things you believe. And if some of the things you believe aren't to a certain level, then why aren't they? Why don't you believe this much? So I think doubt is a big thing. And, and you brought something up. Uh, Jose that and I think Juan you did too you got to bet on yourself if you don't bet on yourself I'm going to tell you something that nobody else is going to bet on you I had this thought the other day that sometimes I don't want to make a video I don't want to show my face on camera a lot now <laughs> yeah. same I here don't, I don't even though even though some days in the right lighting and the right <laughs> I, I look okay the right I don't background. Really do it I don't want people judging but then I'm like man who the the thing is is that if you get caught in that space here's what happens you will if you have wisdom you will eventually realize that people don't care as much as you think they care they don't care yes. about you this way or that way mm -hmm. so you might as well just go ahead and do what you're going to do yeah. because they don't care i'm over here worrying oh i'm this or i'm that and then just go record the video make the little thing you want to do and have fun with it and and if it's supposed to be, it'll, it'll be. So I guess that would be the biggest thing is, is to try to understand yourself in any situation and understand why you might have fear, why you have to bust through the fear. And I always say for me, I, my kids even know this about me. My big thing is persistence. So if I call you and I don't get you on the first ring, don't think I'm not, if it's important, don't think I'm not going <laughs> to, you'll be calling. calling. <laughs> I'm going to call again. <laughs> Because I need to find out what time we're supposed to show up. When are the drywallers going to be done? Is is this happening? Did my order come in? What whatever it is, um, are you going to go on the date with me? Are we still on for Friday? I'm persistent. I'm persistent, but no, no, no. I, 
I don't really date anymore. That's why I still have a whole lot of. I don't have. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was gonna say, and it's not like, not like gray hair, like. Uh, yeah, like, see, uh, the more gray, gray like more. <laughs> I'm single, so it's like I keep my. <laughs> I don't argue with anybody except myself. <laughs> I deal with but, that but myself that, too. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's that's the that's the answer to that is I think trying to understand yourself and why. So, so let me you ask you something. I think this that. is this is something very important coming from from someone who's been in the business for so long. If you were to start your business now, what do you think will be the one of the most important things that you do different now, or do better, or will do different than what you did? I would just. I, I, it goes back to doubt. I think I would just believe that I was able to do it because there was so much doubt. I would have a different mindset. I, thank I you. Mindset is big. I, mindset. I would not look at myself as like, oh, I hope I get the job. I oh, I hope they like me. Just go out there and do it. Do it. Don't hesitate. Do it. If you want to write a book, go write the book, man. If you there's a woman you're in love with and you want to go ask her to marry you, but hey, don't. But listen, I don't. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't be that do, But if you but if you do. It, whatever goal it is, if you want to start a business, if you want to start a podcast, look at you guys. I'm sure you guys had some doubts. Oh, and so you're like, oh, I don't so know. So many times. And, and the thing is, is that you got to get past the the doubt. And the it, I'm telling you, if I would have had a better mindset of who I was or what I was capable of, um, if I would have been like a Jedi in the way that they control their emotions, mindset, they have a uh, they ha I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I love the Jedi mindset that it's like I can control my universe with the way I believe and think. And mm -hmm. so I was I always was like, I took the scraps that people gave me for so long and thank you, may I have another? Yeah. And I say and then olvídate de eso. Forget it. Don't <laughs> don't take people's scraps. Yeah, remember Go for who it. you are and go for it and and mm -hmm. it, whether it's being in a rock band dude i played some of the biggest <laughs> stages in the world why because i believed i was supposed to yeah. and if you believe you're supposed to do something dude we opened up for bands like rat uh we opened up for bands like warrant um a lot of bands on the sunset strip man and and i was there in the 80s and i never thought i couldn't I just practiced in my room to put the headphones on and playing because I had this like in El Corazon, I had this passion that was burning in me. And, and plus it was a cool way to get chicks. Don't John. I'm telling you. So the truth is just, I guess it would be mindset, man. It's like, I would, I would believe in myself more than I did more than, when I was growing up, I'm going to tell you something that was painful. When I was growing up, uh, and this was, this might be saying too much, but there was times when people would be like, oh, you're a wetback. Oh, you're a chuntaro. Oh, you're a border brother. And and some of these, sometimes it was from an actual friend that would say this. Yes. And yeah. at one time it sticks in my mind, oh, your mom's a wetback. And I remember, there's this guy named Bobby. I'm not going to mention the last name, but I considered him a good friend, but he was Mexican too. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, you're just more Americanized. And so you got to be careful who you allow in your life too. And at the time, my mother, big. I remember her saying something. She goes, that's not your friend. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, 
you didn't know, but I was listening to you guys talk and the way he's talking to you, that's not your friend. And, and slowly but surely I got it. But see, I was just a naive, sweet little kid. who was like, I think I was 10 years old, 11, 12. And uh, that was who was in my neighborhood. So I just, yeah. Yeah. his grandparents lived across the street and he went to go visit them. And I, and his parents lived a couple blocks over. And so I just, that's who I hung out with. But it's like some people can bring poison into your life. And that yes. leads me to another thing. One of the topics that I always tell people is if you're not appreciated somewhere, whether it's your job, a relationship, uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm not telling people to leave relationships, yeah. but I'm saying if you're not appreciated, you don't need to be there. You need That's to true. pick up and you and you need to say, you know what, this isn't right for me. I have a deep gut feeling in this. I don't, I shouldn't be here and leave. And and that's what I did with jobs and um, some friendships. I remember when I was a teenager, when I did get a little smarter, my friends were into some some stuff that I wasn't into, man. And I was like, I'm gonna leave this group of friends and go over here. Yeah. And then to. it was it was a few weeks, maybe a month, and then finally I went back and I saw them, and they're like, Hey, what happened? And da da da. And I think I gained a little respect from them because they knew. Listen, this guy will this guy will bounce. He's got other alternatives for friendship. And it, I ended up being coming lifelong friends with these people, but I just think it's really important to protect your mindset, your sanity, and to always believe in your mission. And uh, and that's it. But next question, uh, New York Times, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so one more question. This is not New York Times. This is uh, Los Pintores. <laughs> um, most inflation, inflational person you ever met in business? Ah, oh, in business. And, and why? And why? I mean, you know what? I, and why? Por qué? Decimos. I'm going to tell you that it's. I'm going to tell you one of the most influential friends that I. I thought about this, and it didn't come to me till you asked me right now. I, I, you know. In business, it's kind of hard. I met my best friend, who's a general contractor who moved to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. I met him working at the Pomona Cemetery. He was the contractor that was working there. I was the painter. And for whatever reason, our styles and everything, we just hit it off and we became friends. And I saw he showed me his way of being able to live and how he lived his life and what was possible and how I was like, I was working always too hard, always work, 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 and just like this while he was enjoying his life a little bit more. Okay. And he would dress nicely to work. He wouldn't always dress like, the general contractor and he wouldn't always dress like um you know like a construction guy he would come in with cool like Volcom shirts and like camouflage and I, I go wow that's he's got a cool style and it just inspired me to like to treat myself better yes. and to not look at myself as like oh all you are is a, a zombie and you go work and uh and no it does not enjoy the life that you have and I think that that really helped me I mean I can't really think of too many people that have inspired me in in business because i think people are still wrapped up in their own thing they're not really yeah. trying to help you they're not trying to inspire oh there is one more person in business oh i i cannot i cannot forget this person uh my good friend bob from a company named Draperite in claremont california i met him in 91 or two in we would meet on these projects. His family had a business since 1952 or 53. They started their drapery business. 
in Pomona, his father Julius and his mother. And what ended up happening is I would see him on a job site and I was working for this Englishman and um, I was working the whole job alone. And he would come in and he goes, hey, I'm Bob and I'm John. And we would meet and then I'd see him on another job. And he goes, are you here alone? And I go, yeah. He goes, wow, dude. And so after like three or four jobs, he goes, dude, you should really go out on your own. I go, my mother, my father-in-law's telling me, my <laughs> wife's telling me. Now you're telling me. <laughs> I'm like, this dude's telling me. I'm like, wow. And I'm like, well, maybe I should. My father-in-law says, I'll lend you the money for the, for the license. Just pay me back when you, you don't have to pay me on your first job, your second job. Just pay me back slowly whenever you get it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. My wife would always remind me, hey, my dad said he'd give you Come some on. money. For that. <laughs> so Bob from Draperite is really, I would say he was a super influential. I wouldn't be here probably talking to you guys if it wasn't for Bob. And his family referred me for two years before I got my license. Two years. Wow, well, and he would job. always say, hey, I got a, jo a job for you. And still to this day, still to this day, he refers me. Um, and he slowed down a little bit because I think he's like 10 years older than me, but um, really just salt of the earth man, quality, good man. I've painted for every member of their family. I painted his house a couple of times. He's referred me to the uh, city of Claremont. I painted a few projects for them. He's referred me to a, a few different places that I did. And I just, I can't thank him enough because um and he called me one time after I'd been doing work for him for about maybe three or four years, like not for them. I didn't work for them. He would just give out my name. Here's a, here's a yeah, guy. Refer. And he, he, he told me, he goes, you know, John, I tell people when I'm, they ask me for a painter, I go, well, are you moving into the property or are you moving out of the property? And then all of his clients, remember he puts uh... the draperies and, and window coverings. And then uh, the, everybody that they would ask that, that Bob would ask that, they'd go, why? What does that have to do with anything? She goes, and Bob goes, well, if you're moving out of the property, I have a guy for that. But if you're going to be moving into the property, I recommend John Diaz because you're going to want to, nice. you know, so it looks. If you want to be in love with your house, you got to go. Yeah, you want it, yeah. yeah. So if you're, if you're leaving the house, nice. I got this other guy. But <laughs> if you're going to be living in the house and then he called me one day, he called me and he goes, this is the conversation. I go, I saw, hey, Bob, what's up? He goes, hey, what are you doing to our clients? Just like that. And I go, hey, what? Because, yeah, we keep getting these calls. They love you. I go, man, don't do that to me. <laughs> like, like, don't you it. scare me like that. You, you know what? This is something that it just came up to me because um, we're just talking about uh, how do you measure happiness? You know, how do you measure success in your life? You know? And let me tell you something, we, we just a couple of weeks ago, we sat down with some contractors from all over the country and Canada who, I mean, they make millions and millions of dollars a year, you know, but sitting here talking to you and the type of attitude that you have just reminded me of that. You don't need to have a $10 million uh, business. You don't need to have all these things in your life. Quality of life is what you make out yeah. of, you know, right. and hearing yeah. you talking to you and what, what, how you carry things. I'm like, dude, that's what it is. That's the definition of it. You're living your life. Yeah, don't how you live the... it, how you went, 
and all that stuff. And that's something that I, at least myself, yeah. struggles with sometimes because I I need to have a little bit more. I need to push a little bit more. But thank well, you. You dude, just gave me you just gave me one of the greatest lessons th that I've had in, in quite some time. Well, no, thank you because you brought up something that is so near and dear to my heart that people measure and I don't judge them for it because we've mm -hmm. been fed. We've been fed by our society that money is everything, money, money. But the other day I was shaving and I was like, you know what? When I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be like, oh man, I wish I would have done it. I wish I would have yeah. painted another wall. I wish I would have got another client. No, yes, I wish sir. I would have spent more time with my grandchildren. I wish I would have, um, which I do. I take my grandson to like Chick-fil-A, go play on the playground and we go to like a bounce house and I sit <laughs> there and I just watch them. I'll take a few pictures. But success is that your children love you and they call you before a podcast that is true. and they say, Hey, I hope you're having going to have a good podcast that, that success is not money. Success is that, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I haven't been busy. And that's why we pushed the schedule back an hour because I was able, thank you guys, by the way, I was yeah, able I'm to good. go and, and do something that I needed to do because it's been slow because of the rain i only have an the exterior rain. going on mm -hmm. and i keep it i keep what i do my calendar i keep it small it's like i'm like a boutique little guy like mm -hmm. i used to have a big crew used to do big jobs huge apartment complexes and i was not happy i wasn't happy mm -hmm. i had a bunch of money i had a big lifted truck i had you know i had dating multiple girls what i was i had this life like a, a rock star rock without star. the band a rock star. <laughs> yeah rock star without the band <laughs> like i would say i'm a rock star on tour without a band i'm solo project but <laughs> but the thing is is that i realized none of that really made me happy don't get me wrong luxury and having a nice car i've got a 1999 toyota for like toyotas i'm happy <laughs> I have no payments. I don't worry that I'm going to not make a payment. I don't worry that if the economy takes a crap, got a couple bucks put away, I'm happy. So if I don't, like uh, today and yesterday, I didn't work because it was raining. Today, I'm not going in either. It's too wet. I can't do anything. Mm. So I'm just going to go slide into the weekend and I'm going to make some videos for YouTube. I'm going to work on my ideas for my series for things I learned this things I learned this week. And I'm going to focus on things that drive me to, to be happy and what I feel success is. And, and, you know, I love that you brought that up, Juan, because a lot of people really think that they're going to be happy once they get the money, but whatever problems you had or issues up here that you have or in here yeah. are still going to be there after you have a million yes, dollars. So you need, you need to talk to yourself about why do I think I need the million dollars? Oh, because I want to impress that girl over there in the corner office over there. I want to impress my friends. Impress yourself. Yes. Impress yourself. And when you impress yourself and then you really care about people, people see that. There's no, you can't fake being genuine, man. You can't nope. fake it. You can't that fake it, true. but you're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, man. You can fake it, but people really know. And that's why. I really truly believe I was raised right by my mom. I I believe that every time I was knocked down, Sylvester Stallone said it best. It doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, it's that you get back up. Yeah. yeah. You get back up. You get back up. And then you try to have a good attitude. And look, I'm human, man. I will remember who knocked me down, but I'm not 
I'm going to do my best not to hold it against them because again, I don't know what they're going through. Will I, will I spend my time with those people? No, no, I won't spend my time with those people. I won't waste any more time there, but I will use that as, as fuel to say, you know what, what do I need to do to become even better? Mm -hmm. And then, so my legacy that I'm going to leave for the world or for my kids is to just be as genuine a human being uh, in my service industry, I'm going to be good customer service. I, my clients know for a fact that I care. I'm not saying more than other people, but I care at a level that isn't the normal level of like how many times they say, wow, you spend, you spent triple the time with me talking. This other guy came, he wrote it on like a cocktail napkin. He goes, there's your price <laughs> and I got to go. And I'm like, oh, so Where's the human the side of that. Where's the yeah, human side I in there, right? Yeah, and I really want people just to like stop and think about how you affect other people's lives, whether it's not using your turn signal <laughs> or, or not reciprocating somebody's kindness. Yeah, you're in a hurry or whatever, but just reciprocate a little kindness. It'll change the world. You're the person that can change the world. Everybody goes, oh, I want to change the world. Well, you can start just by being nice to people, man. Just be nice. There you go. That's it. So what what do you think your your ambitions are for this year like what what do you see yourself really like doing this achieving year? this year. achieving you know i, I mean, it could think, be a work i know you're talking about your uh, what you're doing for youtube but i think i'm going to be more in the information i never really on on instagram where we met i've never really stopped to go hey guys here's how you do Here's how I'm going to um, prepare this door. Uh, you just see me spraying the door. You just see me rolling the wall, but I never talk to people about because I figure I'm in a community that everybody knows what to do. But surprisingly, I've, I get direct messages and I get messages that are so cool that, hey, John, I saw how you were doing that. What size tip were you using on that? Or how did you prepare? Did you use liquid nice. sandpaper? Did you sand it? What grit did you use? So it started... And I listen to YouTube and it's like, hey, listen to the questions you're asked. That was what people want to know. So I get some of that. And then other people, uh, Jose, you and I talked. We had yes. a really cool conversation. And it and it was like two weeks ago. And before I talked to you, I had like four other painters. Ours was a little different, but I had, I like, I guess mentored like four other painters. They asked me, hey, how do you always stay so busy? And I go, oh, well, that's easy here. I'm going to send you a couple of websites. Here's a link to this and a link to that. And you can promote your business on here. And this is what I would do. And you want to use these keywords and then also nice. use long tail keywords. And so I'm trying to help people. And then I realized, I go, man, what I think people know, they don't know. So I want to help. And, I, and it's like, I'm the guy who has seen a lot of, I used to go to an estimate with a legal pad and write it on a legal pad. Now, I, <laughs> yeah. now yeah. I'm just talking to my phone. I go, okay, cabinets, uh, we're going to be using the blah, blah, blah. And then uh, they're going to remove all the hinges. And we're, and so I'm writing uh -huh. my proposal. I'm got to think of that one. Nice. I'm writing my proposal as I'm going through there. Oh, the carpet's going, get the client to sign something for the carpet's going to be removed. We're not liable for the carpet. They said it's going to be removed put a clause in your contract for that. And, and so all these little things like that, that I think people know, they don't know. Yes. And so I go, well, maybe it's time that you start like sharing your knowledge with people. And I think 
because I'm okay in front of a camera. <laughs> so that brings us into one big question. And I know we we got to do a big finish when we're done here. Give us about five minutes and we're going to close that out really good. But uh, so the last uh, one of the last questions right here is what are the biggest changes in the industry since you started? No, what have you oh, seen? Dude, this is this is honestly the biggest change that I've seen in the industry has been this. Um, the festival. We just had festival. a we just had a, a a demo yesterday on the. I, I saw the demo. I saw the demo. I got PTSD. I, I sent a funny message because <laughs> the guy's all you, you sent that on the wall. I'm like. <laughs> See, normally, normally people won't tell me what to do or how to do it, but it's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I thought it was funny because I, I go, um, one of the things that I thought was funny was that the guy, you know, he didn't let you do it at first. He didn't yeah. wait to see you do it. And there's nothing against the gentleman. I just, I, yeah. again, it was like I was in shop class and it's like, you're ready to drill. He's all, it don't be young. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was just like, maybe it was because he was so close to the camera, but I thought it was funny, dude. I'm like, why don't you let him touch the wall first and then tell him if he's doing something wrong? I do, I'm just that's the way I teach. So, it's yeah, a, no, so, yeah. So uh, that's one thing with those uh, with those systems, right? There's two types of sanders that he was uh, showing, and so he goes like, this one you want to make sure it's on before you put it on the wall. The yeah. other type, the uh, the other type, the other um, uh, unit is like you want to put it on the wall and then it turn it on. So that's yeah. why uh, you know he was explaining us, and I'm a big yeah. believer. Like, like he can have the best, you know, the best, uh, you know, in this case, this sander. But if if I don't know how to use it correctly, guess what? I'm not gonna get the best benefit out of it. And the the one thing I'm gonna say, oh, that thing sucks. It doesn't work. You know, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So I'm a strong believer. That's why we're always sure. Like you know what? Let's let's get our not just ourselves, but let's bring some of our team members to to learn, get this training, and then they can start sharing and teaching our. our and they'll our teach it. I, I love it because I see the way you guys have like a younger crew. I always wanted to work with younger people, and I did, but sometimes you get the wrong people on the crew that don't have the same work ethic you do or don't have the same ideas. I is that's another thing I admire about you guys. You I see and I go. I go, are these guys family members? Because man, they're the same faces. And I just, I, I look at that and I go, you guys are very fortunate to have good people on your crew. I work alone. It's because, again, the black hair. I don't want, I don't like being in business, man. If I make a schedule with a client and I say, I'm going to be there on this day at this time, mm -hmm. you ain't going to find me anywhere else except at that place at that time to do what I said I was going to do. I just had an experience. Um, actually, I won't get into that experience, but it's like people say they're going to do things and then they don't do it because yes. it's not that important to them. And so I just look at what you guys have. And I, I really, I'm telling you guys, I want to come and visit you guys sometimes. Oh, no, you, please, please. please. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come and visit you guys. We'll, we'll shoot some stuff. I hate the word content. I hate content. Okay. We don't make content. We create videos and we create entertainment content. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. It's a gross to me content. Does Steven Spielberg make content? No, he makes movies. Stop with the content. That's the most generic dumb term I've ever heard. I don't like it. 
I'm saying it. I'm going on my rant right now. <laughs> don't use content with me. I don't, even though sometimes I might say it accidentally, I don't like it. But I would love to come and visit you guys. Um, I see that all the work you're putting into your shop. I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. It's like, thank you. You guys are a constant inspiration. There's people I look to in my personal life and in my business life. And you guys are definitely an inspiration for me no, in my uh, Thank you, man. Life. That means thank a lot. That means a lot, man. I mean, oh, we're doing, and, and we're just a couple, is, a couple Mexican boys just trying to do something. And you know what? We really enjoy this, right? <laughs> That's the thing. You know, we really, really enjoy this. So I could be at the job site. I could be this. But guess what? I am here with John Diaz, man. We're laughing yeah. our asses <laughs> off. I mean, what is not to like, you know? So, yeah. uh, John, God, you know, we're going to have a second one to this because this is not over yet. We yeah. we have so many well, more points to touch. Let me give you a, another thing, though, that has been um, a game changer for me. Cordless tools, cordless standards, there, yes. DeWalt. Yes. A big shout out to Lowe's Home Improvement. They sent me a standard mm. to try out, a DeWalt cordless uh, battery operated sander i i love it i don't have to hook up i'm up on a second story i don't have to have an extension cord that's running yeah, up the high ceiling just, it's, a, it's a little heavier it's a little a little heavier but look you don't have the it's maybe the same that you would have an extension cord the weight of the pulling you cord. down yeah and i don't have that and it's just a beautiful thing man and then hey the graco battery operated the handheld know, the ultra handheld those, guys, yeah, yeah we, we shot a commercial actually they, yeah for, they for shot Draco. a commercial for the new one and that's the electric gun right quick shot the quick shot yeah, that, so oh god we they, they did December. and they actually gave us one thank you greco appreciate it so much the we quick, were is it called it. the quick shot the one quick i shot. have is the ultra the, the one no, i have so is the ultra handheld so the quick shot is the one that you uh you actually clip it into your uh belt and it has a little small line and yeah it's a three three feet line i think and then oh uh, it's got a line feet. oh yes, god it's got a, it's it's line so beautiful it's, you had to try small that. compact we'll, we'll send you the info but um let me tell you something john so what will be something let's you wrap it up. us a lot of this let's yeah we, we kind of have to i mean i got hey i got oliver behind us be like hey boys <laughs> come on come on this is uh this is official <laughs> but john <laughs> Yes. What is something that you say, you know, and this we like to ask this, um, what is something that you say you would like to leave everyone with? Like if you were just the last day here and say, hey, you know, I want to come tell you guys this in general, what will what will come out of your mouth? I would say be kind to everyone you meet. You never know what they're going through. Do your best not to judge people. If you don't want to be judged, don't judge people. You don't know what they're going through. And your kindness could save somebody. If you see somebody with a nice tie, tell them it's a nice tie. If you see somebody with some nice shoes that you like, just tell them, hey, dude, I love those shoes. Cool shoes. It will make their day. It will help them. If you see somebody doing good work, be nice. Be nice. You know, be go over and say, hey, I love what you're doing. When I have a thing that when I talk to somebody on customer service, I always make them laugh always and they go you know what thank you sir that that i go i know you guys get a lot of people on customer whether i call my bank if i call the electric company to ask a question if i call Anyone. customer service to dun edwards to find out specifics whoever i talk to i want to leave them with the fact that and maybe it's contagious man 
maybe it'll be contagious that they'll take that that spirit that energy and they'll give it to somebody else and that way i have changed the world love it i love it, john yeah uh man for anyone who listens to this john let me tell you by far you know i i've enjoyed this this chat more than <laughs> than i have you know some of the other ones um it's just the way the human side of you that is just amazing man and then for you to still be in the business for this long uh it doesn't matter i mean we want to target a lot of the new business coming in and help them start the business in the right way but there's a lot of us who have been in the business for such a long time we care so much but if we can start using a small system or start creating something small change our business uh creating more work for us you know that's what we want to create too because it doesn't matter that we've been doing this for so long that doesn't matter we can we can still change we can evolve that's what we want to do change and evolve right uh, i agree 100% i want to add to that number one i'm sorry for talking so much yeah you're <laughs> good <laughs> I, I, I i i want to practice this is only my second um podcast this is my second podcast the first podcast i did was on, only audio this is my second one um i had to shave and i had to get a haircut ah, you're looking good man i'm telling <laughs> you thank you so, so, well that's i'm not i'm not fishing for that but the, <laughs> what you say is is i want to add to that and i just again i want to apologize because i want to have good podcast etiquette but then you say something and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> don't to younger people don't be afraid to reach out to other people don't don't be afraid to like reach out to somebody and say Hey, how did you do this? How did you achieve this? How did you whether it's business, whether it's marketing, whether it's an application, you shouldn't fear. You should look at it as an opportunity to grow your business and grow as a human being and then to build relationships. That's one thing that's important that we didn't talk about. Building relationships uh with your suppliers, building relationships with your clients who become repeat clients, building relationships with um just everybody people that you know that are, are there for you to learn from and some people may not be receptive to answering questions there's plenty of people that don't the what i call gatekeepers they're the gatekeeper they're like i don't want to tell you anything about how i became successful okay fine there'll be somebody that will be happy like me i'll be happy to share whatever i have i have a feeling you guys are the same way but that is hugely important to me is to go ahead and and hit that so, note and don't be afraid if i want to add a little bit to what you just say earlier right please um, you know we talk about uh, uh through social media you know a lot of people you know don't know but you know like i'm the one always normally uh dealing with social media yeah creating videos shooting videos pictures and stuff yeah. like that right yeah uh, and and I get these uh, comments from you, you know, like, you know, DM, you know, like, you know, hey, this is, you know, something that you want to do, something you want to change. Yeah, so sharing it. believe it or not, every time from now on, you know, since that day, every time I go to the job site and every time I'm shooting a, a, a video, okay, recording now a he video shows his or, face. or a picture, it's like, what would John Diaz would say? Uh, <laughs> no, it's John telling me like, you got to show your face, you got to, you got to make people connect engage and, and connect yeah. the face with 
I don't have the uh, the, Come on, the, the radio, the radio you... host full time, the radio host voice, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> with the radio, radio uh, you know, with that face, Estamos the face aquí. with the voice. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're, 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 you know, the thing is, I was just <laughs> telling my son about this. I told him how we talked and how I was explaining to you, like, hey, make believe, like, when you shoot video, the, you know, we talked and I said, hey, I think this might help you a little bit. Do this because I really want to help. And yeah, here's you. another thing. I just gave my a friend of mine some advice, and I hope he sees this. <laughs> but he didn't ask me for the advice. And I this is one of the things I'm going to do in my series, what I learned this week. Don't give people advice that they don't ask for. I'm so happy that you were receptive to the advice because oh. I really, truly want to, I want to help people, but sometimes people don't ask for the help. And one of my good friends, I go, hey, man, you should add audio to that. It'll be more engaging. And um, he wrote back a smart-ass comment that was like, oh, I'm sorry that it was distracting. I go, I didn't say anything about it being distracting. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, dude. I was just trying to help you. And so I, I really want to thank you for saying that because what our conversation was like, hey, you, if you want to gain more engagement and people listen to your message, you want to show your face and your eyes and you want to talk to them. And then also when you're shooting the video, don't move the frame too quick because you're like the viewer. It'd be like your head going like this. Like, yes, like that. Like, oh, well. <laughs> like, just, just like that. Yeah, see what happens when you do that. that. <laughs> no, so you I don't mean, want it to slow pan. So, so just just for people to know, every time they see a, a picture or a or a reel, a video, whatever they see, you're gonna see, you know, John Diaz's work. You know, there that's you that's you know your your that's my, a recommendation. Yeah, see, see how things travel see how we yeah, can yeah. reciprocate my inspiration like i said every go. time i go pull my phone and i'm gonna start recording i'm like okay if it's john diaz you know john diaz my head is doing? telling me like no remember slow down you know show your face the boys and and what you're doing you know the everything so yeah. thank you that's why Dude, i let the pros do the you. work i don't do it myself john <laughs> so this is how i would like to close this down because i need to hear thank that, you. that voice the voice yeah. the El radio, uh, I forgot the radio, the 15, right? Estábamos aquí con los hombres de los ilusiones, illusion painting. Por favor, si tienen el tiempo, pon el oreja, oír estos chavos. Y ahora una. I want to hear those drums. Ready, set, come on, John. <laughs> we can't really hear it, but it's okay. John, you are the man. Thank you so much. And we are going to have a second one to this because there is so much more to talk about. Uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, God, I, I don't even know how to how to thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, John. much, John. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'm ready for number three. John. I like that. There you go. Uh, John, <laughs> we'll see you. You have a beautiful Thank day, Thank you so man. much. We'll be in touch. Right on, guys. Thank, Thank you for you. having me on. This was a pleasure, and I'm going to be on Cloud9 for the rest of the day, so I'll be up there. It's our pleasure. Awesome. Thank awesome. you so much. Guys, Thanks a lot. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, Juan. Bye, Jose. Bye. Bye, John.
Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org. 